Monkey to like a the podcast project of the Fenebulist by Leopold Lambert. Today, special archival podcast, How to Not to Die, with Madeleine Gaines. The puzzled creature known as Leopold Lambert makes a correct assumption. Puzzled creatures need to figure out what goes on as them. Xavier Bichat, who died at 31 after having contracted a fever that supposedly came on as a result of a bad tumble down a flight of stairs, that's from Wikipedia, delivered up a useful enough rallying call. <clears throat> Unfortunately, to this day, both living and dying remain unfathomable. How can the viable, us, be kept viable? So long answer. Tissues of, of density. Tissues of density. Bichat was the first person to distinguish bodily tissues. Tissues of density have their own bases of operation that need further looking into, and yes, further architectural guidance and support. Bichat's statement suggests that an effort has to be made on the organism's behalf, and I like that. I think back to Bichat's great contemporary, French philosopher-psychologist Man de Biran, who, in his book Le Fall, tried to unravel, observe human effort, and took the environment into consideration in doing so. Yes, a work of procedural architecture prompts a puzzled creature to go about continually making an effort to stay viable. It also prods her to keep in sight her puzzled nature, its solution-defying quality, her conundrum status. This is good. This is good. Here is enough. <laughs> um, each of this keeps going. Each organism that persons (parentheses) not every person and not every organism that person succeeds in forming a person. Can you all hear well enough? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Each organism that persons lives as a puzzle creature to himself, herself. How does a puzzle creature manage to walk and talk? Or for that matter, to form, read, and constitute the volume for a world within which to be? We were talking about that today here, about making volume, yes? And that, that, is, that, that sentence is followed by a question mark inside parentheses. So it's not an active question, it's like a little hanging around possibility of a question. Uh, filmmaker Yamaoka-san, full name, director of Children Who Will Not Die, plus we, who, together with his wife and two children, lived for three years within a work of procedural architecture, we talk of lofts, reports that he, on 10, maybe more different occasions, when sleeping within the sphere room, dreamt of explosions, explodings open. This strikes me as important evidence. Evidence of what, you might ask? Evidence of the ongoing cleaving, bios cleaving, or bios cleaving, bios. And gradual, evidence of the ongoing cleaving and gradual exploding out of the puzzle creature, 
whose sentient volume is, is, and is her, his, all. Evidence of the architectural body. That which Arakal and I have suggested as the minimal, the, the no smaller than which, the minimal unit to be observed and considered, considered when figuring out the puzzle that an organism that persons embodies, lives, and dies as. The type of architecture that Arakawa and I insist into the world, procedural architecture, makes use of architectural procedures to address directly and to elaborate on four dimensionally all that is puzzling about human nature and the universe at large. Discoursing with, through, and across human puzzles. Addressing living puzzles on the brink of becoming post-human, transhuman. It is set up to bring into evidence what otherwise could probably not have become apparent. Procedural architecture prompts a puzzle creature to figure out the puzzle she lives as, to make note of what in every respect happens as her. What a pity that until now, the few who have been willing to try doing something of this order were mostly on their own. What, a, what an impossible task this once was. And what a different impossible task a decidedly less impossible one, this inquiry into the daily enigma will become in an age of procedural architecture. Architecture that respectfully presents itself procedurally to people makes them able to take note of their architectural bodies. Architecture, as usual, could not care less about the architectural body, sadly enough. Why sadly? Because each of us does form, read co-form, in co-form, a huge extended body in respect to, and as if joining up with, what surrounds her or him. So that we can begin to fathom ourselves as creatures, we must at least strive for some degree of accuracy when trying to determine how far each of us extends out into the everywhere that is biosphere, and of which we, in any event, can also be said to consist. Recognizing how extensive we are can help us grow more grand, less pitiful, and less defeatist and more self-reflective body-wide. The architectural body is an important focus of procedural, procedural architecture, but not the only one. Looking at your projects, I have to confess that I cannot tell if you are interested in an extreme precision that would consider architecture as an exact technology that resists to death, or if you allow a degree of randomness or uncertainty as the human body has to learn to harmonize itself with this architecture, which would then consider architecture as a recreator of terrains in a nostalgia of a dream state of nature. Somehow I believe that you are actually making those two assumptions dialoguing with each other depending on the program.
procedural architecture will become an uber technology. But let us think together what I could possibly mean by that. It will become an uber technology for eliminating mortality from the life world. I restate your other suggested trajectory of occurrence. Tactically posed organisms together with tactically posed surrounds will continue sapient sentiencings, parentheses, uh, the definition of sapient sentiencing, that which speaks for as us and that surely would not object to our picking up where it leaves off. So, um, so together with tactically posed organisms, together with tactically posed surround, will continue sapient sentiencing's inventing and, 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 inventing pretty much unendingly. I might add that the architectural procedures our procedural architecture address all world-constituted procedures, and that sapient sentencing has not yet been put in that category, but. There is a real notion of playfulness in both, but once again, not it, to me, not really as a playfulness, which would be like for a short time, and then, okay, we had fun, and then we go back to normal life somehow, but more as a kind of um, proposal of a way of life that would be that for as a, as a way of life, as a complete way of life. And therefore, I, I don't think, I don't think I'm, I'm denying the word of, I mean, and you might be, I don't know, so when I'm asking the question, I don't think we should deny the, the, the term of, of playground uh, here, but maybe in a very specific meaning of uh, like that. Right, and like life inventing playground or something like that. We're, we're inventing our own. And we're play, playing. We're playing is is living. Like it's not an activity. It's not something on the side. It's, it is what it's supposed to be. Yes, and we're being very brave. Also, we're playing very bravely. Well, why? <laughs> we're not denying our, our mystery, our, our mm. lack of uh, insight into what we are. We're, we're keeping that always, we, we can't help but uh, keep that vividly present for us mm -hmm. in here. And I presume that you think that architecture does that, right? Here, this, this, this architecture provides this uh, I mean, it's not, it's not by chance that you, you were insisting on the fact that, for example, we, we, we finish this interview here and, and that uh, you keep saying that something well, you happens. You got a hunch too that it would be good to finish I here. definitely got the hunch and I'm definitely confirmed it's this hunch. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. why I'm pushing you to, yeah. to, to it, kind it, of... It, it can help us because it helps us to um, hold ourselves suitably open for what can come to occur as us and to us. And that in and of itself is playful, isn't it? Yeah. We're playing at, at being these, these whatevers that we are. But then, then you're talking to me who actually got to experience that all day long, and I'm very happy for that, but how would you describe it for somebody who did not get to experience it? 
And I think Esther said it well before you can't. <laughs> People have to get in. Um, they have to. They have to um, try it. Mm. It is a new device. It's a new instrument. And uh, it's a very um, readily available, useful. I mean, of course, of course, not. It has been made in relation to what runs and drives a human being. So it talks directly to the organisms that we are. So basically, everyone, anyone can use it. But uh, we can talk about it. This whole interview is really talking about what procedural architecture is. Mm -hmm. But now that you're here, it comes alive, doesn't it? It's just yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, so can you maybe you can help me make it vivid for people? It's so in me that I don't know where to begin. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just want to say that um, before there was such a thing as this type of architecture, we didn't have a means to collect in place all that we act as and. Um, all that we interact with and as, all that we form as. It just happened and happened and happened and that was a life. Life went on and you had a life and you had an experience and these things happened. Now we can begin to collect in place a lot of what goes on as us and make comparisons from one moment in that stream of events and another. And we can find what types of enclosing situations are best conducive to continuing our, our viability. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess if, if I would have to, if I would have to describe it as well myself, I would say that, and I would even <laughs> observe it in the last, in the last two minutes, it's like that we have, we're like five, uh, five around here. And like, uh, and there's a we can see that there's always we're always trying to re readjust our body mm -hmm. in this on this terrain. It's like, and so we, like, the five of us keep of like yeah. moving moving the body to. I mean, we we just spend the whole day doing that, which mm -hmm. is very interesting. And I guess there is also this notion of uh, this notion of balance and, and balance that is that is definitely very very strong here. And I, I used to have a professor who, who was saying that walking was keep on falling and keep on falling and, 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 and catching mm, nice. catching the balance as well. So I feel that just like walking is kind of almost automatic gesture we're doing, this, this house is emphasizing the fact that we keep losing our balance and, and catching it back and, and there. there. So it's, it's almost, it's, it's almost a kind yeah, of... Yeah, and that, that losing and catching balance is, is a, a pretty um, extensive reconfiguring. Mm -hmm. So we're already reconfiguring a lot. And um, so when people say, this is going to happen, we must be mortal, this is going to happen, they're thinking of something that's not really so reconfigurable. But we are highly reconfigurable. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's this cause for optimism. Mm. I really like the, the one that you call uh, 
organisms that persons biotopologically. Oh yeah? I really like the sentence you brought about organisms that um, organisms that persons but not every organism actually manage to person. Yeah. yeah. It it really talks to me as a kind of um, materialistic aspect of how everything is a is matter and this matter is always reconfiguring itself and, and sometimes it's 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 uh, well just like you say it's it's it, it, it it's creating an, an organism managed to create something complex enough to actually be called a person to be called a body I don't, yeah, I don't know if we, that's a way in our species is, you know um, it helped these organisms, these bodies that we all help them to become persons to some degree, socially, you know, interacting with others, um, parenting, all the various, but, but architecturally it's been very, very limited. And so, um, I know this, um, I've seen that this house, in particular Biosphere House, talk to, it converses with, it, the, this architecture converses with the organism and converse, converse very terrifically with a, an autistic boy mm -hmm. who began, began to reconfigure a little bit because of what's here. Um, so organism that person's biotopologizing procedure um, biotopology is, is the science of keeping as many scales of action as are current as the world, keeping them in the picture as much as possible. And um, Arakan, I believe, to the extent that uh, an organism, that person does that, uh, to that extent, um, you can stay alive. You can stay alive. You can continue your life. Because if you don't, for example, I mean, if someone if one of us suddenly had a blood clot here, we'd be finished, done. But if we're, if we're attentive to that scale of action, we could um, stop that horrible event, right? We could, if we were attentive, if we could attend to that scale of action, we could stop that, that interference, that blockage. I mean, this is a very simple example, mm -hmm. you know. But, um, we, um, if we get tense, if we get frightened, we, we change the mass energy configuring and we're potentiated differently. So, um, surely we can, we can surround ourselves appropriately so at least that sort of um, closing in on, on the dynamics of, of occurrence uh, doesn't happen um, too unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. routinely but yeah what I like in the way you use the word rec reconfiguration is like it's not in the way it's the same way that the, a doctor would talk about reconfiguring meaning like it's not a state of disease or a bad state that needs to be reconfigured into a heal, healed state it's it's a it's a to me in my understanding it's a it's a continuous reconfiguration, so there is no 
there there is a, there is no state which can be declared as the one that is uh, that is wanted. It's well, always well, wait a minute though. I, mm -hmm. I I'm saying that the you know that this state of ignorance that we're in has to be reconfigured mm -hmm. as soon as possible, and we're in um, tremendous ignorance now. We're so ignorant as to what's going on as this. And I, Arka and I, a long time ago, decided that we won't try to write it and point out this and this about it. We'll just readjust it and, and, and um, sculpt it, so to speak, or help someone sculpt himself or herself, you know, and just move with it and see what turns up, what, what, what becomes apparent, what gets to be said or known, what, what, um, what surfaces. But, um, so, you know, you could, you know, you can call that an illness if you want. I, I wouldn't mind calling it an illness, this, 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 this stupidity, this human ignorance, this, um, um, not even human, it's just, it's just, um, we, we just don't know, and we pretend to know, and, yeah. But what I meant by that is the, 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 the process you are Yes, it's very engaging. nice the way you said that, and, and, and it's, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, Yes, to the way you put it, but I do want to mark an enemy. Mm -hmm. The enemy is, and the enemy is a disease, and it's, it's the disease of ignorance, and uh, yeah, and sort of recalcitrant ignorance. I mean, just really implacable ignorance that doesn't want to move. Mm -hmm. You know, so. And the the thing that I suspect is that architecture, the way it is normally conceived, is actually encouraging this. Uh, Ignorance by Definitely. means of comfort and uh, means of uh, uh, comfort in the kind of like um, in the kind of um, already done state, like uh, meaning you don't have to work for it. You just have. Yes, it's, just it's presumptuous, and it ignores the, you know the, that every um, animal has a niche and doesn't even study what what our niches our mm -hmm. niche could be and. and um, I, yes, mm -hmm. um, architecture. It's it's it's, it's um, so um, so empty of intent, of serious intent, um, on behalf of the, of the species. It's a great tool that's used um, um, randomly, wildly, loosely, um, ignorantly. But that's going to change. Yeah. We're changing it. I will change it with this interview. Perhaps.